Tim, Pete, Tim. My people, movement. We're the people of God. Do the will of God. I want to welcome anyone and everyone who will be listening to this podcast now and in the future. It's a beautiful night again in the state of Indiana. And tonight we were talking about a very serious topic again. Um, it's one that is the order of the day. And one that God frowns at, one that God detests so much. And it's no other than the word violence. You see, violence is the order of the day. It has been the order of the day and they didn't just start now. It's been like that for thousands of years. Past generations have experienced it. But we can see it very rampant and a very die increase in the actions of people violently towards one another. So today we'll be talking about that. I will also be looking at God's stand and what God says in the aspect of violence. And we'll be reading from Genesis chapter 6. I'll be reading from verse 11 to verse 13. Genesis chapter 6 from verse 11 to verse 13. Genesis chapter 6 from verse 11 through verse 13. The head was all was the head also was corrupt before God, and the health was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted its way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Here we can see God's hand against violence. We can see that God does not have a violence. God detests violence so, so much. And that was one of the major reasons God destroyed the their earth in the time of Noah. I'm going to recap and some will talk about what happened. You see, in the time of Noah, the earth was filled with so many abominations. But the top of it all was violence. And God detests violence so much. And then God decided to destroy the earth just because of how much violence was going on. And God told Noah to build an ark and gather as much people that he can gather into the ark because he was going to destroy the world. And Noah started building the ark and was talking about what God was going to do. And unfortunately, nobody listened. And Noah ended up building the ark, completing the project, and taking his family and a couple of animals that God had, had told him to take. And when he closed the door of the ark, 
The same night, God came with a flood and destroyed the earth. God does not have a violence. God detests violence so much. If we remember the story of Lucifer, who also is the devil, Satan, he started with violence. He harbored violence in his heart, in his mind, against God. And he was cast down to the earth and to hell. He and his courts and all the angels that followed him. So that's to tell you how much God doesn't have a violence. And we look at our world today. We look at what is going on. Especially in a very beautiful country like the United States. Violence is on the increase. Every day, there is no end to it. You know, I stumbled on something very interesting, and I believe it's the program of the devil. I say interesting not because it's interesting, but because it's 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 the work of people that don't understand nothing. They think they know something, but they don't know nothing. The state of Utah had banned Bible from the schools and the reason for banning the Bible was because they said it portrays and depicts vulgarity and violence. And I read that and I just laughed so so loud in my mind. And I said, these people have gone crazy. They don't understand what they are doing anymore. Now I understand that in the Bible there are some really, really strong words, really, really strong scriptures, really, really strong characters and verses that they say violence. But you see, the Bible is not just an ordinary book. If you think it's just an ordinary book, you will never understand it. You will always be confused whenever you read it. I will cite a very good example in the book of Matthew chapter 18 from verse 8. Now the Bible said, if your hands offend, they cut it off. If your ears offend, you cut it off. If your eyes offend, you cut it off. For it is better to enter into the kingdom of God with one hand, with one eyes and with one ear, than to go to hell with both hands and with both ears and with both eyes. You see, the Bible is is God's word and for you to understand God's word you need the Holy Spirit to interpret it for you you need the Holy Spirit or you need someone that has the Holy Spirit a teacher a preacher someone who has the Holy Spirit to interpret it for you if you read it just like a book that you can acquire from the library or you can get from the library or from the bookstore you will never understand it. You will always get confused. Because the Bible made us understand that God is a spirit. And those that must worship him, those that must seek him, must seek him in spirit and in truth. I'm going to give you a very good example. We have the book of constitutions, or should I say the constitutional book. 
And I, I am very sure 99% of us don't understand some of it, if not all of it. Sometimes we need a legal luminary, we need an attorney, we need a lawyer to help us interpret it for us to understand it. The same goes with the Word of God. If you read it just like a book, you will never understand it. You will get confused. So yes, when I read about the state of Israel buying in the Bible, all I could think to myself is, these people have gone crazy. You took away the one thing that can bring peace, that can bring salvation, that can bring oneness in the minds of these young people. You see, they are different than their various causes of violence. In case they are forgotten, let me remind them. We have drug and alcohol. We have the media influence. We have prayer pressure. We have mental illness. And we have traumatic events. Amongst other things. But you see, one that strikes most is the media influence. The media influence is the biggest influencer of violence in the minds of young people. You know, this puts me in the mind of a, of a movie that I saw. It's called The Porch. So much violence was on in that movie. And I'm sure 99% of Americans have watched that movie. How would you put something out there and censor it? And you think people, young people are going to watch it and their minds will not be filled with evil and with violence? No, it's not possible. You see, in the book of Proverbs chapter 4 from verse 14, the Bible said, and commanded that we should not enter into the path of the people that do wickedness and violent things. He said, go not in the way of the evil man, of the violent man. Avoid it, pass not by it. Turn away from it, pass away from it. This is God's word. This is God's commandment against violence. God does not have a violence. God detests violence. It frowns furiously at violence. And in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 from verse 33, the Bible made us understand that we should not be deceived that evil communication will always call up good manners. So that takes me back to one of the major causes of violence, especially in a country like the United States, the media influence. The media influence corrupts the mind and has corrupted the minds of young people. Young people, all they think about is how to do violent things, how to break into the malls, how to break into the grocery stores, how to break into shopping stores and shoplift. And I see videos and reels on social media of people in broad daylight walking into the grocery store and shoplifting and fighting the security guys violently, even the fact that they are doing something wrong. 
violence. Let's talk about the schools. Shootings from young people. Violence. Let's talk about the government prostitutes. Violence. Let's talk about the world we live today. Where we live in today. Violence. Nations against nations rising up against each other for no reason. You see, violence is innate in human beings. It's innate. We were born with it. And uh, there are people that that consciously and unconsciously go into it. But you see, when you have Jesus in your heart, who is the Prince of Peace? He kills violence in your heart and brings peace in. That is what Jesus is. Even when he came to the world in human form, his ways were straight and perfect towards God. And he was able to stand and say, if any man knows that I have offended him, in any way, let him speak, and no one could speak because he shunned violence. And I remember when the Roman soldiers came to take him, and Peter rose up with his sword and came and went against one of them. And in the process of trying to defend Jesus, he cut off the ear of one of the soldiers, and Jesus frowned at it and rebuked it. And then picked up the ear and fixed it back into the Roman soldier's head. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And if we take him away, the only thing that can heal our land, that can heal our hearts, then we've taken away everything. God does not harbor violence. Irrespective of what we think, irrespective of what we 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 we, we fathom. The Bible never harbors violence. The Bible is God's word. And God is all about peace and harmony. You see, I see I see all this as an hack to stop. The word of God from reaching to the young people and the youngins. But the Bible made us understand in the book of Proverbs chapter 21 from verse 30. It said there is no wisdom, there is no understanding, and there is no counsel against God. God will walk. And in the book of Isaiah 43 from verse 13. It said I am he that is and was. I shall walk and who shall let me. So banning the Bible doesn't stop violence. I think it increases violence. I think every school should be teaching the word of God to young people. And it should not be taught by people that think they know anything. Or they think they know something. It should be taught by people that have the spirit of God living in them. Just like I said earlier. You cannot just 
pick up the Bible and talk and teach about it. Just like a book you pick up in the library or acquire in the library. You have to have the Spirit of God. Or you have to have someone that has the Spirit of God in them to teach the Word of God. If not, you're going to have these people confused. I'm going to read the book of Colossians chapter 3 from verse 12 to 14 so we can have a better understanding of who God is and how much he detests violence and how much he doesn't harbor violence. Colossians chapter 3 from verse 12 to 14. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowers of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so do you. And above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Here we can see Jesus commanding that we should put on love, we should put on meekness, we should put on kindness, we should put on humbleness, we should seek it, we should go after it, because that is the only way to live and accommodate one another. Once again, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And God is all about peace. Yeah, I know it's, it's, it's funny because when all these violent things happen and when it takes place, we tend to blame God, we tend to blame Jesus, we tend to blame God all the time. But we, we, we forget that these are the things we sow into the mind of young people. In the book of Proverbs chapter 22 from verse 8, the Bible says, He that soweth iniquity and violence shall reap vanity and violence. You cannot sow violence and, and, and iniquity and evil things into the mind of these young people through social media, through media, through drug and alcohol, through whatever. And you expect to reap peace, harmony, and happiness. It's not possible. In the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 7, the Bible says, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, he will reap. If you sow into the flesh, you will reap the flesh. So once again, God does not have a violence. As we can see in the book of Genesis chapter 6 from verse 11, the major reason God destroyed the world of Noah was because of violence. There were all other forms of abominations and evil things that were going on, but the top of it all was violence. And God frowned greatly at violence. 
So banning the Bible and taking it away does not stop violence. In fact, it increases the rate of violence because you've taken the one thing that the people need, the word of God in their hearts and you've replaced it with whatever, what have you. The Bible says righteousness is also a nation, but sin is a reproach to anyone. A nation that embraces righteousness, a nation that embraces God, is exalted, is free of violence. It's unfortunate that every nation of the world has embraced violence and evil. And God has departed. And that is why there is so much violence. The only way to end this violence is embracing God, teaching God, teaching Jesus in every school. In the high institutions, teach Jesus, teach God. That's the only way to, uh, to, 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 to defeat violence. We cannot defeat violence and overcome violence if we take God away. The one thing, the one thing that is capable of bringing peace to our hearts. In the book of Isaiah chapter 10, take it from verse 15, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walks righteously and speaks uprightly, that has not put his hands or his eyes or his ears towards violence. The Bible says, He shall do well on high. Blessed is that nation that walks uprightly. Blessed is that school, that institution that walks uprightly, that have not put their hands and their ears and their mouth into violence. So we need Jesus. We need God. In our life. In our schools. In the institutions. In government status, We need Jesus. We need God. We need the Bible. And I have good news for the people of God. Though they may take away the Bible, they cannot take away the word of God in our hearts. God will still walk. God will still move. Because He owns this world. He owns the earth. And no man, no counsel, no wisdom, no understanding can go against God. At this moment, I want to invite any person that wants to embrace Christ and embrace Jesus and invite the Prince of Peace into their hearts so that violence will not have a way or a means of coming into their hearts. The only way the only way is to embrace Jesus and invite the Prince of Peace into our heart, into your heart. That way, violence will not have a way to come in. 
Because violence is of the devil. The devil started the word violence when he rebelled against God and God cast him out of heaven. And the, and if, and the angels that rebelled against with him against God. So the only way is to accept Jesus, the Prince of Peace, into your heart, into a heart. So if you want Jesus into your heart, if you want the Prince of Peace to come into your heart, so that violence will not have a way to come into your heart. Because violence always leads to one thing, destruction and death. It never profits anything. It never gives anything. It only gives one thing, death and destruction. So if you want the Prince of Peace, if you want Jesus into your heart, so that you can escape this evil generation and the violence that goes on in this generation, I want you to say this prayer with me from the bottom of your heart, sincerely and honestly. Lord Jesus, I have seen that you do not have violence. I have seen that you detest violence. And I have seen that God frowns greatly at violence. And therefore I submit my heart to you. I submit my soul. I submit my spirit. And I submit my life to you. Come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. Come and be my Savior. I invite you to be sovereign over my life and everything that concerns me. In the name of Jesus. If you pray that prayer sincerely and honestly from the bottom of your heart, I want to tell you that Jesus lives and reigns in your heart right now. And I'm going to pray for you shortly and with you shortly. Father, you said it's not your will that any man should perish. And we have seen that you detest violence. And this was the major reason you destroyed the world of Noah. And it is happening again in our whole world, in our generation. We submit our hearts and our soul to you. And as we have done that, come and be the peace that we need in this violent world, in this evil world, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Congratulations if you pray that prayer. You are born again. Jesus lives in your heart. And the Prince of Peace, the world, sovereign over your heart. Violence has no place in your heart. Violence has no place in your life. If you love this message for this podcast he heard, I want to tell you that more is coming. Because God is said to do something great in this generation. God bless you. And remain blessed. And I will see you again.